Hello and welcome to Dave Hill's podcasting incident with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland and beyond. I once got a free soup and salad at the uh, Akron, Ohio uh, Cracker Barrel. At least I, I think, it, well, it was, I didn't pay for it. I believe it was complimentary. It may have been left behind by the previous uh, customer. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, it's a rainy the damp uh and i just took a shower adding so it's double damp i just unzip myself a little bit just to give myself give my chest hair a little breathing room uh but yeah it's raining lucy's here looking at me like really podcasting i thought we were gonna play with the ball that would be lucy bring me your ball come on bring the ball bring it she's like no i'm not falling for this again uh as you can hear mr chris gersbeck is with me i think Hi. You can hear him. There he is, Chris. Hi. Um, how's everything going, Chris? Excellent. Um, Should we tell you, people that we recorded for about five minutes and then realized we weren't recording? Uh, that may, may lead people to believe that this show is not the slick affair. Uh, I can cut that. that. They I thought it was. No, no. Let people know. Let them see behind the curtain. Let them see how the sausage is made. Yeah, we recorded for a precious five minutes or something. And uh, and it was gold. It was gold. I think we were on to something. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we're living in the now. That was, it's always the now, mm-hmm. according to my research. Um, but, yeah, we were thinking and talking about uh, how this p- podcast is wildly popular in Ireland, apparently. Oh, yes. That's what uh, Twice as popular in America, but Ireland is much smaller. So if you go per capita, if you think in America, roughly one, one in t- ten people in America listen to this podcast, roughly. I'm, I'm, I'm not the best with math. Mm-hmm. But that means roughly uh, everybody in Ireland listens to it, I think, based on that statistic. Uh, check the math on that. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. Pretty sure it checks out. I, don't, I wouldn't look that up. Okay. Population of Ireland. It's pretty good. Do you know um, population of Ireland? Have you ever been there? I've never been to Ireland. I'm glad you asked. Yes. I've been to Ireland three or four times, I think, in oh, my wow. life. Uh, I think three um yes i would like to go back i want to go back and do some shows and stuff but uh, should, so far, uh hasn't yeah. happened. i've done shows there a couple times went there for fun a couple times um once one of those times was for shows and for fun so that's actually one trip we could do a history fluffer there in ireland yeah our wildly popular history fl- our other podcast by the way i know we say this every time but it just doesn't seem to be hitting home. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get it from, because I'm, I'm like we say this every week, just begging. It takes mm-hmm. two seconds. Just go on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, and just be like five stars, one star, loved it, hated it. I mean, hopefully you love it if you, if you go to that effort. But people so rarely do. It yeah. do, do my feelings get hurt? Yeah, they do. And also, um, 
someone actually wrote a review of this podcast on iTunes and then apparently deleted it like a couple days later. Because oh, wow. I go back and I check and I'm like, what else did people say? Because I'm, that's all I got. Um, and they and I was like, wow, that's that's smart. And then uh, yeah, so please do that. Please do that for uh, no, no, they did it on History Fluffer. It, it oh. enraged me. Um, so rate and review this and Dave Hill History Fluffer. Listen to both. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Support us on the Patreon, uh, it, which is a barely functioning Patreon. In the, in the grand scheme of things, thank you to those, uh, the people that are supporting us on Patreon. Yeah. I'm just looked it up. I think we may have lost somebody. That's okay. You know, uh, it happens at the beginning of every month. We lose a couple. Uh, people are like, oh my God, still, this is still going on. <laughs> the thing is like, we keep, I keep putting up, uh, you know, we put up the unedited versions of history fluffer, which are usually about. 85 to 90 minutes long mm-hmm. the only reason we cut them down is to get them under an hour or so just for the public public consumption consumption and, yeah <clears throat> and also for our listeners on foobar radio right um that's which right we, which we appreciate we love them over in the uk but it means i have to cut out a lot of there's a lot of like stories and characters and stuff gold that, from each show, yeah, that we had, I had to cut out that not because they aren't good, because just for time. Yeah, so, we're killing uh, our babies. Exactly. They're very, very topical. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you can but yeah, it. on Patreon you can hear you can hear the full. There was one episode where we had a heckler in the audience. That was fun. She was pure sass, though. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. Um, but yeah. So anyway, but if, if you're in Ireland, we're just curious, what is it about this podcast that resonates so much with you and your fellow Irish people? Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'd love some answers. Though, I have to admit, uh, the silence is, is uh, intriguing as well. You know, the, the not knowing. Sometimes it's the not having any idea yeah. that really makes it all worthwhile. Um Anyway, Chris, mm-hmm. enough about that, though I will bring it up again on another episode. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm wearing this oh, this like track jacket. I've never really worn it before. Woo! Really locks in the heat. It was a gift, and uh, i got to take it off. Now I'm just breathing, and I'm free. Mm. Just out there. Um, are you uh are you do you tend to be a more of a like I'm always hot. Like I always feel like I have to Oh, you don't have to tell me, Chris. <laughs> like the I always have to have AC on. Like in the, like I I'm the older I get, the more I like the winter cuz I I just hate sweating, being cold. I mean, being, uh, being hot. hot. Yeah, I guess I prefer the cold if I had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fun in the sun guy. A lot of people look at me, they're like, there's a fun in the sun guy. You'd be mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the facts and, um, deal with it, mofos. But, um, but I wasn't, I just blacked out. Oh God, get some water. Hydrate, Dave. 
No, I don't know. I don't really, you know, I just kind of roll with it. I know some people that get really uh, freaked out uh, about this sort of thing. Uh-huh. Temperature fluctuations, but not this kid. I just, you know, I dress accordingly. I get on with my life. Yeah. Lucy wears the same thing year round. You can't be public. <laughs> you don't have any outfits. Do you have outfits for her? I've never oh, seen her. Oh, yeah. Girl. She oh, has okay. a lot of looks. I just had her outside in a yellow raincoat. <laughs> adorable that's so cute I, I don't think it made her feel any better about the fact that it was raining at all i think she was like yep still raining i'm out <laughs> but um we did it we got out there and we lived for, and uh she didn't pee and she probably pee in the house after i leave but no i don't think she will she's a lady um but before we go any further, speaking of clothing, and I'm not hawking, I'm just stating facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been having so much fun uh, designing witch taint clothes. Oh my god! Yeah. So the other night, Jen and I were, um, uh, my wife and I were looking at your what at the what, witch taint website, and it's like the funniest merch site I could ever think of. Oh, the the Teespring site. <laughs> Yeah, all the descriptions and all the items you have in there are hilarious. I think we're going to get the Witch Taint shower curtain. Oh, yeah. I uh, I want to get one of those for myself someday. I don't mm-hmm. have... Um, yeah, it, you could, the thing, cool thing about this site, and I'm not making any... Uh, I'm not getting a kickback for saying this. You design the stuff, and then they make it as ordered. So it's not like... You know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff... You know, in my experience, you make it and you got to like pay for it and it sits in like either your house or in a warehouse somewhere until someone orders it. And then you got to make your money back and Mm. blah, blah, blah. And then this site and I think there's this is sort of what a lot of people are doing now, but uh, they just make it to order. So you can just design all this stuff. So I designed a witch taint sports bra (laughs) the other day just because I thought, uh, why not? And I sold three of them. That's amazing. Already. Like the first day. And then um, I designed a hoodie that has the witch taint goat like in a pattern all over it. And I sold one in the first 10 minutes. The problem is they kind of kind of stalls out pretty quickly. There's no there's not a long tail as they as they say on these things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, do you have a robe like a bathrobe? No, but gosh, you got me thinking. Yeah, robe or like a kimono would be good. Which I guess is also a robe. That would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm on it. I'm on the uh, there's so many. I'm this might be my new thing. Like part of me is like I'm having fun making merchandise like witch taint socks, witch taint leggings, witch taint throw pillows, witch taint coffee mugs, witch taint beach towels. <laughs> Uh, which taint baby onesies? Uh, oh yeah, the baby onesie. Police yeah, I wanna, blanket. I want to get that for my nephew. Um, and uh, it's so much fun. But then I'm like, maybe I should just make uh, maybe this is my the leap that I take into just designing lovely items for everybody, regardless of whether you like witch taint or not. Like, maybe just a nice floral pattern. I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Why not? I don't know. What this would could your, be my thing. 
what would your label be called? Dave. Just Dave. Maybe. I don't know. I had to think about it. <laughs> Dave with a period at the end. Dave. Dave. Maybe Dave Hill. Because everyone seems like everybody, when they say my name, says my Dave whole Hill. name. Yeah. For like Dan Tana from Vegas. <laughs> I was just talking about this with someone I can't remember. But yeah, it's always. I think Joseph Arthur I was talking about this very subject with him that everyone uses my whole name. Anyway, it's not a, I'm not I hope to tell that story on the moth <laughs> one day. That's the hope. But uh you were before we hit record for the second or third time. Chris Gersbeck. Mm-hmm. As anyone who listens to this podcast with regularity, this one, or or History Fluffer, which we record primarily at QED Astoria in Astoria, uh, a great place for shows, classes, coffee, cakes, coffee and cakes, drinks. Or, origami. Origami. Where else can you get a craft brew and do some origami? In Queens. I can't think of literally any other place. Nowhere. But QED Astoria. Astoria. Um, I, uh, the word Astoria almost got away from me there. I don't know if you heard it. Uh-huh. I went Astoria and I started going, Ori, Ori. And I almost blacked out. Uh, but you you were just saying that uh, there's been uh, some, some crime going on. There was some police activity there yesterday, last Ooh. night. I'm listening. <laughs> what happened? Without naming names and implicating... I'm not uh, going to name... It, and oddly enough, it's not the first... It's probably like the third time I think we've had to call the cops to QED. Um, man. Have you ever had to call them on me? Be honest. I mean... No wrong answer. Cambry and I were considering it once, but... Okay, all right. Um, I need to hear it. But then, you know, you you changed your attitude and so we you know we just kind of hung up okay that's cool. we dialed we dialed nine one and we're about to hit one you know what yeah let this guy get on with his life mm-hmm. but uh so what happened <laughs> what happened last night was there so a few weeks ago and anyone who's involved in the the open mic comedy world of New York City would probably recognize that there, like a few weeks ago, there was a, a call up put out for this comedian, um, and I use that term loosely. Wait, that, but, um, a call put out to the police, or like, to- yeah, he was reported to the police and just like you know around the community to be on the lookout for this guy. Everybody, for- get your put your uh, red alert. Yeah. Is uh, basically like the comedy Amber Alert. Yeah. And this guy had actually already been banned from QED like months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, for diff- like just well similar reasons, but not um, nothing was related being- to to what what happened. He was being sassy. He's being creepy. Okay. And uh, all right. Okay. So so, uh, so he was banned, and then. Um, and this thing came out a couple weeks ago. There was like a flyer going around saying he's wanted and a detective's number was on there and everything. So this guy showed up for an open mic yesterday and I immediately recognized him and I told him, you got to go. And he kind of fought back on it. 
not physically, but he was just like, oh, what, because of that thing? And I was like, it doesn't matter. You're not welcome here. <laughs> and I was like, I'll call the cops if you don't leave. And he wouldn't leave. So I had to call the cops. And eventually he left. And then the cops came. And um, they pretended like that detective name that I gave them was not a real detective the cops did <laughs> yeah i don't know we're we're trying to find out what i left a message for the detective uh that was the number that was on this flyer that was going around oh man and uh it was a voicemail message that said you've reached detective so and so the guy um, that you claimed called yeah and they uh i left the voice and they never called back um what is, and, do you do you think it could have been a thing where um, they were like, he's been dead for 50 years. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? That'd be quite the twist. Yeah, no one would have seen it come. Anyway, I'm sorry. But yeah. No, it's, I mean, that's pretty much the story. The cops showed up. They were like, there's not really much we can do. I, I showed them the flyer, and they were like, well, this isn't from the police. And uh, so I don't know. what It's it's a whole... I can't believe this guy showed up after already being banned, and then, like... You know, oh, they always come back. Yeah. Ban them, that just makes them want to come back even more. But, I mean, uh, I'm just guessing. I have no idea. It's like the third It's like the third time we've had to get the police involved. At on, on this guy? Not on this person. guy. Uh, other guy. There's a lot of creeps in, uh, who do open mics. It's, yeah. always, it's always just the open micers. It's it never, sounds uh, like it. Yeah, and I don't use that term like... Uh, I'm not saying open micer like uh, to be like derogatory like you know everyone has to start open mics but um, I didn't I know you didn't I mean but most do most do. I'm not I'm not knocking it either I'm I'm just sort of kidding that I didn't I mean I didn't but I'm kidding uh, the only you reason had I, a, you still had to pay your dues I mean I had not. to pay my dues I'm just saying like there's other ways if you don't want to do that I, I just kind of skulked around mm-hmm. and I went to shows and I said, you let me out there or I swear to God, I will uh, hurt your feelings. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean, I do think if you want to be a stand up full time, you do have to do like a ton of open mics, at least if you want to be a stand up in the most traditional sense. Totally. But at a certain point, it's also like. There's there's a lot of other things I feel like you can do. The only reason I didn't is because I never planned to go into comedy. And some would argue I still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the reason I didn't is because my friend Tony, Tony Carnavali just asked me to do his show. And then I did his show. And then I was like, well, I'll just do Tony's show. <laughs> and then someone asked me to do another show. And then someone asked me to do another show. And then yeah. it went from there. Like that, uh, the shampoo commercial. And then they told two people. And they, anyway, I just cut this part out. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> you don't have to cut this part. That was gold. Um, whatever. But, um, well, I'm sorry you're dealing with that, Chris. And I'm sorry uh, the community is dealing it, with uh, It was this. just one, one part of my day. And it's fine. Could have been worse. I do fear, like, the amount of people I've had to tell they're not welcome there. And, like, I'm not a... 
I don't think I'm not like a judgmental person or, you know, I don't, I don't create drama. At least I try not to. I don't think you do. Yeah. So like the fact that I've had to like, like I'm, I, I do kind of live in fear that one day, like someone's going to show back up there. I'm going to be working there and they're going to be like, uh, I don't know. You've, you, Hey, um, Chris Gersbeck, you just ticked off the wrong guy. <laughs> and um, I came here to, to give you a piece of my mind. Yeah. That's probably how it would go down. Probably. I, you know, probably. I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, But, you know. But yeah, it's all good. See. Yeah. It's all good. I don't think he's going to come back. At least I hope not. I hope not, too. For everyone's sake. Should um, we do the crime blotter since we're, we're discussing yeah, uh, crime? Let me get I'm going to get some water. Don't edit this part out where I go get water. Just okay. keep talking. I'm going to go get Drink some coffee. Get me get some water. We we should uh get some Dave's getting water theme music to play when I get up and oh uh, that way it's all we're using all parts of the pig. Mm-hmm. I'll look into that. Um, I don't think this is okay. This is the the police blotter, the crime blotter, I should say, during which we take. A look at some of America's lesser crimes, which just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio, where I happen to be from. Um, and these are, I'm just kind of going through, scanning. Um, so, here's a crime for you. Let's just be out of the game. Bainbridge Township. Property damage, Haskins Road. Bainbridge, lovely little hamlet. Looking to get away from it all? Why not get a place in Bainbridge Township? While investigating damage to a beehive at 2 p.m. June 4th, police noted muddy paw prints and bear tracks on the ground. ODNR was notified of a bear roaming in the area. I don't know what ODNR is. Why would you call the police for beehive damage? And then you see... A bee's been there. Or, or, or not a bee, a bear. Bear. And bees, presumably. Uh-huh. I, what I love about when bees, they they don't care when uh, when the, or when bears, they're just like, I want that honey. I don't care if 7,000 bees sting yeah. me. I got honey. Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah, you gotta respect it, is my point. Um. So... <laughs> It is kind of funny picturing a bear just getting stung by a bunch of bees, though. I mean, th- I think they really are just like, whatever. <laughs> um, and this is not a, uh, an isolated incident, I don't think. Mm-hmm. These bears, I love bears, though. I, you know, I don't want anyone to get mauled by a bear, but I do like, I, I do like a bit of bear mischief. Me too. Have you, have you seen Grizzly Man? 
Oh, is that where a guy gets killed? Yeah. Uh, no, but I hope to. You should. You should watch that. It's great. Um, you don't actually see the guy get mauled by a bear. You just hear it, right? You hear it. You don't see it. That sounds almost... Is he like, oh my gosh, this is worse than I expected. <laughs> oh my bad. god, this is the worst. I'm getting mauled by a bear. Uh, I shouldn't make light of that. One day I might be mauled by a bear. <laughs> and this this little joking around... This is the clip that they'll play. when you Yeah, they'll be like, like, you know what? You sort of called that had one. Had a common... Yep. Uh... This is. Let's see where this one gets us. Motorcycle rider may have run out of gas while attempting to elude police. This is from Parma Heights Police Blotter. If you know anything about Parma Heights, it's kind of the perfect town for this to happen in. Uh, it's uh, There's Parma and there's Parma Heights. So Parma Heights is basically Parma's bitch. <laughs> Fleeing Meadowbrook Drive on June 1st, two days before my birthday, police observed an off-road motorcycle missing a license plate and being driven by a man not wearing a helmet. When the officer attempted to pull over the bike, the rider took off in an attempt to elude police. Eventually, the motorcycle, which either ran out of gas or had mechanical problems, stopped. The Parma Heights residence was arrested for fleeing and eluding. He was also cited for speeding. I... If I were that guy, I would have just run. Let, mm-hmm. Let's make this as bad as it can be. That's my thinking. Yeah. That's but you know that's that's why that's why stuff happens like I get banned from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you think Twitter's ever gonna unban you? I have appealed the case three times. They keep writing back saying no. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wonder if you're like a uh, water cooler chit chat around there, around the Twitter offices. Uh, maybe the thing about not to get go down the, my Twitter ban rabbit hole, but I maintain that if uh, right, what's what's happened? Sorry, Is there, my do you have like a muskrat. My Did cat's you? playing around with a battery on the floor. Oh, okay. I love mischievous cats. Um, I, I defy anybody at Twitter to read my mother jokes and not laugh out loud. I say it can't be done. There. <laughs> that's anyway. What I that's what I don't get. You think that they at least see the humor in it, but no. Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back without question. In some form, maybe not as me. Um, no, let's keep going. Uh, so... Caught red-handed. Sick. Jesus, what? What's that? Sounds like a bear. Are I was just. Kidding? No, I was. I was putting my cat in the living room and closing the door. Sorry. Cat's had it too good for too long. Caught red-handed. Cigarette thief admits crime and flees scene. North Royalton police blotter. North Royalton, not far from Parma Heights, by way of the crow flies or whatever. On May 14th, a gas station employee called police regarding an attempted theft at the Royalton Road store. Hmm. An arriving officer talked to the employee who said he watched a man he recognized steal cigarettes off the store counter. When the employees confronted the man about the theft, the man denied it. He quickly changed his story and not only admitted to attempting to steal the cigarettes, but also to stealing cigarettes two days prior. 
<laughs> suspect left the store, but the employee took a picture of the tan Chevrolet Blazer he was driving. Police observed video surveillance of both incidents. The man was charged with attempted theft. Mm. I, why would you admit to stealing them? I mean, I don't know. I, this is, I guess, how the criminal mind works. I would just be like, I didn't try to steal them two days earlier, if that's what you think. Because <laughs> I didn't. I would just be like, well, I uh, got uh, busted trying to steal cigarettes. I should probably... Yeah, it's hitting that's rock just, bottom. That's just me. I don't know what the cost of a pack of cigarettes is in, in Ohio. In New York, it's like $14 a pack. That's what got me to quit. That and the fact that I was uh, killing myself. That, yeah, the fact that you were slowly killing yourself. Mm-hmm. I've never been a habitual smoker. I've smoked, don't get me wrong. Like I've smoked like, a, you know... After some drinks and whatnot, just in the annoying way, like, hey man, could I bum a smoke? Yeah, that's how your it worst, your worst nightmare. One time I was in Paris, France, and I decided I was like, I'm just gonna try to live a, <laughs> a French noir film, and I and I bought a pack of cigarettes, and I I I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god. I did uh, that when I was in Paris too. Because you're like, I'm gonna smoke. It'll be cool. But uh, yeah, I couldn't couldn't really keep it up. I had to say, like, the French do make smoking look really cool. They make everything look cool. Did we? We must have. Well, we talked about Amelie last week. Oh right. I can't believe I haven't watched Amelie again because I'm gonna watch it again. Mm-hmm. In fact, we should have some sort of contest, or not even a contest. If anyone wants to watch Amelie with me, just get in touch. <laughs> it's not even a contest. Just be like, hey Dave, I'd like to watch Amelie with you. And we'll totally do it. You know what we should do? We do uh, a, a screening of Amelie mm. at QED with, um, and you get to watch Amelie with me and just hear, hear me squeal. Yeah. Like, delight. I and love it. You give com- color commentary the whole time. And when I say color commentary, I mean commenting on all the wonderful colors in the film Amelie. <laughs> Because it's one of the most beautiful, literally uh, art-directed films I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and uh, cinematography, I guess I want to say. But uh, love it. I think that's a great idea. Can't. And I'm gonna look into it. Get enough. Um, you can do a Q and A at the end too. Yeah, and people can be like, "What else did you like about Amelie?" <laughs> And I would just be like, why don't you ask me what I didn't like about Amelie? Because then it would take me less time to answer. Yeah. Um, and and I would, and I, I just can't even, a lot of times I think that I am the older male Amelie. Just kind of a misfit, but open to uh, love. So there. And a great band. If anyone has some decent Photoshop skills, please make a poster for Dave, which is Dave in like like you like it would be like the Amelie poster, but you. Yes. And the movie's called Dave. Yeah, and it's just me scampering about mm-hmm. Paris with gnomes. Oh my gosh, love it. I the thing is, I love all the same things. She she loves cracking the top of a creme brulee. I love that. 
Uh-huh. Sticking your hand in a bag of uh, rice or beans. Love it. Oh, yeah. Totally love it. Was that um, you or Lucy? That was Lucy. She's out. Oh, yeah. Just stop. I could have <laughs> thought it was you. Like sticking your hand in a can of beans. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's basically how I would react. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm go- not to brag, but I'm I'm going to Paris this summer. And uh, if you think that I'm not going to amelie it up to the best of my abilities, you're basically insane. Because mm-hmm. it's happening, big time. God, I haven't been to Paris in ten, eleven years. I have not been to Paris in almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's been almost a year since I've been to Paris. It's. I can't believe it's been almost a year, but, but for, since I'm in Paris. The, yeah. the thing about Paris that sticks out in my mind, we were only there for a couple of nights, but we stayed at this hostel that we went downstairs. It wasn't like a hostel. It was like a, you know, it was like a hotel that was basically a hostel. And we went downstairs and the guy behind the counter was clearly like fooling around with this girl back there. Love it. And he like, you know, he looked all like awkward and stuff and he was trying to hide. And then a girl came out as clear like they were like doing they were up to something. Mm-hmm. But the guy also had like this weird cream on his upper lip. Oh, gee. <laughs> we didn't want to like ask him what it was or like anything. But that the image of this guy like. Looking very startled. Sure. Also having some weird kind of cream on his lips. Like, I just I can never get that image out of my mind. That's a deeply disturbing, I have to say. <laughs> the first part of the story really enjoyed. Uh, when it's... you talk about the cream on the lips, <laughs> then I... I well, well I what do you say to someone? Like, do you go like, oh, you have some... You have something on your upper lip that you're going to be extremely embarrassed by if I point out. But you'll probably yeah. be more embarrassed after the fact if when you look in the mirror and you realize you had something on your lip while you were talking to, to customers. Like, which, I don't know, which is worse. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, really. Yeah, it's a mystery. You never know. How can we ever really know? Hmm. You raise a good point. <laughs> um, oh, I, I sent, I sent what, you a Wikipedia article. Um, just now? Yesterday. Is this, is this part of the podcast? or? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. And I just wanted to Iris, talk. Oh, gosh. Um, if I'm not mistaken, was the subject... So, Wikipedia entry... Uh-huh called uh coffee enema yes um let me start by asking this chris Mm -hmm. why did you send that to me i don't even remember how i came across the coffee enema wikipedia page but as soon as i saw it i was like i gotta send this to dave well thank you for thinking of me um i've heard of the coffee enema let me be clear yeah. I know a guy who's done <laughs> He's coffee enema. Yeah. Because the end of this article says that you can die from it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like butt chugging, but for coffee, arguably. Um, I just can't imagine why anyone would do this. Uh, well, oh, be, well, because, and yeah, you don't want to. Uh, it says right in the second sentence of the article, there is no medical scientific evidence to support any positive health claims for coffee enemas. Yeah, I think the thing with coffee enema is the idea is like, like when you drink a strong coffee, it makes you shit your self and so i guess the proponents of coffee enemas and they're out there they say like hey why don't we cut out the middleman and by middleman i mean my mouth esophagus stomach intestines and all that and just put it straight in my butthole why don't we do that and uh also uh, yeah, so I guess that's what happens, and then they <laughs> are like, well, I guess, um, I have hot coffee on my butt, and pretty much, I would argue that you put any liquid up your butt, it's gonna make you shit at least the liquid. Mm-hmm. At least, now. yeah. Uh, so I imagine on some level, the coffee enemist don't know if that's the word, but I'll pretend it is. Um, feels satisfaction, like it, their plan worked. Uh-huh. You know, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. That's what happens. Do you think that the, the enemists bruise their own coffee, or do they, like, do they go to, like, a Dunkin' Donuts and get one of those big jugs of coffee? Uh, I would say... It, it, it doesn't matter. I would say, you mean like the thing that you, like when you get like a big travel box of coffee, like, hey, let's have some coffee <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at our yeah. team building seminar? Exactly, yeah. You bring it to a uh, Or maybe it could be the sort of thing where someone has, gets coffee in that context and is be like, hey, guys, <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. Could be one of those things, I imagine. <laughs> Uh, a lot of ways it play out. I just I love Wikipedia articles like this because they're still written in the language of like, you know, any serious Wikipedia article. And there's one sentence in here under effects and dangers of coffee enemas, and it says, if the coffee is inserted too quickly or is too hot, it could cause internal burning, yeah, or, or rectal perforation. Well, there's where you make your mistake. You do a coffee enema, you want to go room temperature, I think. Yeah, I would go room, definitely not iced, and definitely not hot. Ooh, I might do iced. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Maybe, I don't know. But, you know, I have a friend who is a nurse, and she said that if you have enough fiber in your diet, you... Do not, there's no need for any of this sort of uh, extracurricular colon blowing activity. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need a colonic. No, I've you heard that need, it's, all, it's all bullshit. It's fun, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's a good way to spend your Saturday. Totally. But I'm just saying, you know, hey, 
probably don't need to do it. Just get yourself a nice salad. Be done with it. Uh-huh. And if I may, I recommend from personal experience, and uh, we probably don't want to go out on this, though we are getting to that point. Uh, I would say that uh, if you take psyllium husk, you mm-hmm. stir it up with water, drink it down. Uh, you wanna, you wanna uh, put a freight train through your intestines. I can't think of a better way. Just bulldozing uh, everything in there on out. It's basically Metamucil without sugar and mm-hmm. other necessarily things, unnecessary things. Personally, I'm. I'm a, why I told you that? Yeah, I'm a fan of uh, raisin bran. That's my go-to. Raisin bran's delicious too. It is. You're making me think I want raisin bran. Thinking about it. I'm gonna bring know. a big box of raisin bran to your apartment next time. <clears throat> what brand raisin bran do you enjoy? Kellogg's. Oh, the classic. Or wait, isn't it post raisin bran? Post raisin bran bran there's I I imagine they're the same. I I just grabbed the Kellogg's one. I don't know. What about Total Raisin Bran? Well, that's another one, right? It's like they step it up. I think they step it up. But I think Kellogg's has the two scoops of raisins. That's bullshit. How can you possibly know that? You can't. They can fuck off. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that. Uh, I guess uh, I need to take a look in the mirror and mm-hmm. uh, see what's going on with me. Um, oh, we have a couple listener questions from last let's, week. Let's we answer some questions. Let's go out on top. Okay. Had these up and then uh, I got a notification that it's my 10-year anniversary of friendship, my Facebook friendship anniversary with my mom for 10 years. Oh, that's beautiful. You could probably just call her, I guess. I could. She she shared the video. You know, they make those little videos. Oh, good. She's a she's a nice lady. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Matt Edwards asks, uh, and this is in uh, Dave Hill's Facebooking incident Facebook group. Yes. Uh, will there ever be any pedal talk? And by pedal talk, I mean pedals and not multi-effects processors. Well, yeah, if you want. I mean, not to... Uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. But I just got sent... I'm not even going to say it. Though Anyone who kind of follows my Instagram, at Mr. Dave Hill, can probably figure this out. But I was just sent a secret unreleased pedal in the mail that's not out until August. And uh, that's all I'll say, but it's pretty cool. You giving it a test drive? Yeah, I'm using it on the new uh, Painted Doll record. Right, which you're recording right now. Recording right now with my buddy Chris Reifert. Tom Beaujour. That's exciting. uh, Yeah. And uh, I'm using this secret pedal on the record. So there. Um, no, yeah. Ooh, pe- I love pedals. Mm-hmm. 
What am I not going to talk about pedals? Why don't you try to get me to not talk about it? Do you have a, uh, a go-to distortion pedal you use? I have literally a 7 million of them, so no. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. I have a ton. Um, so I kind of mix it up and like, not to brag, but I did a show at Egremont Barn in Egremont, Massachusetts this past Saturday. Me, Jordan Carlos, Claire O'Kane, Jenny Rubin. Oh, yeah. Super fun. And it was a comedy show, but I played a little guitar. And I brought... What I like to do, Chris, is I just grab a pedal. And I'm like, let's see where this gets me. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Anyway, I hope to tell that story on the moth. Is there another question? Before there we... is. Another one from Matt Edwards. He asks... Um, Jesus. When will History Fluffer be turned into a weekly cartoon series? Oh, that's a great idea, actually. I really do think that's a great idea. Um, let's say 2020. Okay. That's a goal. Done. Done. Um, okay, we answered your question. Everyone, let's let's uh, let's drive this one home, Chris. Okay. Um, thank you. I want to start by thanking you, Chris Gersbeck. Oh. Thank you for having me. Um, Thank you for making this possible. Because let's face it, left to my own devices, I'd be lying face down in a ditch somewhere right now. Um, That's where I found you. Yeah. And you're like, come on, let's get podcasting. And uh, we want to thank you, the lovely listener. Thanks to Fubar Radio. Thanks to everyone supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. And help us keep gas in the tank and, and being able to do this uh, podcast instead of going out and turning tricks or God knows what to put bread on the table, shoes on the kids. And uh, please rate and review and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get incredible podcasts. And listen to Dave Hill History Fluffer too. And stay tuned. Uh, we have another exciting podcast coming. We can't, we can't stop. Another hot podcast coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. All right, Lucy, she's she's out cold. She's like, I've had it. <laughs> All right, until next time, stay street, stay hydrated, and get tested, everybody. I'm Dave Hill. This has been Dave Hill. Oh, you know, you say I'm Chris Gersbeck. I'm cool. Chris Gersbeck. Yeah, that was good. All right, good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> right. Bye.
trouble.